0: Welcome everybody to the May 12th episode of Den Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel Podcast. I'm Ricky, your temporary co-host for today. We're mixing things up. Um, Today we're going to be kind of going over some of the news that we missed over the past month. But the big thing is we're talking about Guardians. So let's get some people out here. First up, we got the show's namesake. How's it going, Dennis?
1: Wow, that was such an intro. (laughs) Uh, I'm good, man. Uh that was that was pretty fast. You got me out, you got me out quick. Uh I'm happy. I'm happy that you're taking the charge. I wanted uh, to try I, it. I definitely think that that was a shorter intro that didn't tell anybody what the show's about. We'll um, talk about but, Marvel. It's a mostly Marvel podcast. I mean, we're what is this like episode one something? Nah, it's 92. All That's right. 92. 92. 93. 93. It's 93. We're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, No, I'm I'm cool. I'm actually excited to see what you do with this. And because like, like normally I prepare the whole, like a whole, like, you know, outline of everything I'm going to talk about and stuff like that. But when you told me at the beginning of the week you wanted to do it, I was like, you know what? That'd be pretty fun to just, just share my opinions and not try super hard to, to, you know, frame, frame them in the form of questions and let you guys talk. I'll just interrupt. I'll just interrupt the whole time.
0: Yeah, it's a really fun part of the job.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> but it is.
0: the show is almost never just the two of us. Um, we do have a third person this week. Yes, we do. We got friend of the show and Patreon subscriber, Ian. Yeah, nice. here. What's
1: up, guys? Welcome. Welcome. So uh, Ninety-three. So the Ooh. cool, the cool thing is, uh, Ian reminded me uh, before the show that the last time he was on this show was for guardians galaxy holiday special that's right um, and i think that okay. might have been why i asked him to do this with us because like i just i just know i know that i've had extensive conversations about the deep love that ian and i have for guardians uh, i i could have picked some other people i do know i know frank this is this is like his thing too um you guys, like them. Uh, you guys are both Art, very pro holiday
0: special right Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. I think you were the only one on that show that was not actually. It was Clark, yeah, uh, Clark Ian and I favorite. versus you. Versus you. Yeah. Yes.
0: I don't think, I mean I don't think it was for me. Like I think yeah, we did I guess we, not. we made the we right? Yeah. The realization yeah, that <laughs> that my generation skipped like the holiday special in terms of like that being a thing in our yeah. childhood. So. Yeah, I think
2: that when we when we talked talked about what was kind of the holiday special it was like the Adam Sandler Christmas movie and that just doesn't count like it, it was like your your touch points were like just not there for 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 yeah. like a generation yeah. like us it was like
1: it hit all those nostalgia points they were bad they were bad. Really bad no yeah but um i i for for me it wasn't about like it feeling like a holiday special for me it was just about Thank God I got more Guardians. You know what I mean? Like I just love their 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 sense of humor. I love their their music. Like I love everything. I, love I've enjoyed movies.
0: the peppering of you know in Thor and then the holiday special. I, I think yeah,
1: like I think that Marvel knows that no people never get tired of them. I and want so, other like,
0: characters peppered in more.
1: Yeah, I get that, but like I I just really. I, w- I was so excited this month for, for this movie that we're going to talk about later because um, they have, I think they've done the most amazing thing out of all of Marvel. Uh, and, and you know, I'll repeat this. I am a diehard Spider-Man fan. He is my guy. Uh, you know, who is not my guy in the comics, the guardians of the galaxy. I'm freaking. <laughs> I have forced myself so many times to read those books <laughs> and I just don't really like them. And so I think the amazing feat that, that James Gunn and Marvel have done is created characters that exist in the same universe as Spider-Man and Iron Man, who didn't used to be the household name he was back before the MCU. And he put them on the same level as them. You know what I mean? Like that's nuts. And so like so much so that they were an essential part of the Avengers, like, you know, Infinity War and Endgame story. Like, that's crazy. Like, do you know how many other Marvel characters are more important than the Guardians of the Galaxy that were not in the Avengers movies yet? Like it's, it's It's low
0: low risk, high reward type thing, right? It's just, he does the same thing with Peacemaker.
1: Highest of rewards is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. He excels at it,
1: but I mean, yeah,
0: he, he's very deliberate in picking the toys that no one plays with. In making it whole. Cool. But I what's know,
2: even, what's surprising is that he took those toys and he built them as like a, a, essentially turned them into a cornerstone of the MCU. Like, like there, there's parts of that whole entire cinematic universe that are like built on them. And they were not that before. <laughs> they were not that to Marvel at the time.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. That's, and that's why I was, I'm, I, that's why I liked the holiday special too it's just because like did did they deserve it? Hell yeah, they did. They put in the work, man. And so like I like that they're the they're the ones, they're the part of the universe that we got to chill and hang out with over the holidays, you know? And like and give us some kick-ass new music. So, you know, I it's not it's it, it has nothing to do with the Star Wars holiday special like vibe for me. Like that's not even a thing I watched when I was a kid cuz I heard it was bad. Like yeah
0: well but. well. speaking of holidays uh what have you guys been up to during our month-long hiatus we took a we took a little mando break there
1: we took a break for mando and then i apologize to any mando fans who are still wondering uh i'll get those last three out there eventually we had we had a cancellation in the middle of the season and then so we ended up doubling up another episode but i had a surgery and so like the amount of preciousness I have with that show because we only do it every few years I want to edit it and stuff and I just was not in the mood to edit for the last few few weeks and stuff so get it right. uh, i I promise you'll get them it's funny no. but this this show is magic because we just get to show up we don't have to do anything in advance <laughs> like push, a, push a button
0: or two and
1: uh things Yeah. Just happen. yeah but uh what have we been up to um I've I got addicted to um, Mrs. Davis on Peacock. The Nun Show? Dude, that show is so not a nun show, but it's the easiest thing to call it. It's badass. <laughs> um, she's it's, it's a nun versus an AI that's controlling the world. And it's so okay. bonkers. And it's so blasphemous. <laughs> because this nun is... Uh, they actually show her get married to Jesus because that's what nuns do, right? But her Jesus is is actually a person she goes and visits, like in her brain, and he is the brownest of Jesus's. Like he is oh. so brown, he is like authentic His, Jesus, authentic historically yes. accurate Jesus. Yes, he's historically accurate. And you know what she does when she goes there to visit him? They bone down because that's her husband.
0: Oh yeah. Um, i guess that's part of the nun lore right is that, yes, that
1: is, yes yes it is technically they only make love to jesus and um it's so blasphemous but it's it's from the guy who did who created lost and who did the watch watchman show um damon lindelof and like and it's betty Gilpin, like the girl from uh was, was the, hunt, uh, the hunt is that a peacock yeah. show it is a Peacock show.
0: I yeah. I want to reup Peacock to watch uh, the Pete Davidson show, the Buppkiss or whatever. Yeah, I, ever, I watched ever...
1: one episode of it. It's pretty funny. It's funny. It's it's like it's um, curb your enthusiasm for your generation. Yeah, that's that's more, exactly more how the I generation was explained younger explained to me. than you actually. <laughs> I think it might be the generation younger than you. Ian, Honestly. what you been up to?
2: Oh man, I don't know. Not that much really. Just kind of hanging out with the family, doing things watching nature
0: shows what are you geeking out what are you geeking out on you geeking Honestly, out on geeking I mean, out on nature, nature shows nature shows the whole subtitle and I, I got like,
1: i got i got
2: love for david attenborough and he's been filling my time lately just because it's it's nature shows are pleasing to the eyes and relaxing mm-hmm watching man,
0: I, of them i remember I, like the whole planet earth hype dude i was earth, gifted gifted cool. 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 the blu-rays for christmas
1: <laughs> planet I still earth have them. is legit man um but you know what's funny is uh, on that same note uh, another thing i found a while ago but i mean i finished it in like a couple like two hours um high science on uh on hbo max it's That's so that. funny it's uh it's from um What's uh what's Adam McKay and Will Ferrell? Funny or die. Funny or die? Oh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. from Funny or Die. And it's basically like Planet Earth or 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 like Mr. Wizard or, or one of those shows like where it's like super educational, like Nova, whatever. Um, teaches you a lot of stuff, but the premise is wow. like it's these two lab assistants that get high off of the experimental um uh weed that is produced by this um dr o it's a it's a it's an ai that's in the shape of a bong and it's voiced by (laughs) by jarvis by um nice uh, paul bettany paul bettany he he executive produces it kind of it pretty much sounds like vision yes yes it's (laughs) it's not really different at all but it's actually super educational and it's all it's really funny because like the guys sometimes will try and like relate the science they're learning to weed culture and stuff like that just to kind of just to make it more accessible to to ev- the everyday person and stuff and it's very clever highly recommend it but there's only like five episodes and they're like 20 minutes each but That's super cool though. but I guess there's a second what, season too
2: I did I, I there's two things that I kind of have been nerding out on that that are I guess mentionable. They're, so they're like I was talking about the nature shows. David Attenborough. They did a on Apple TV. They did a prehistoric one. The dinosaurs. Yeah, I did. Yeah, like my kids are super into like Jurassic yeah, yeah. Park right now. We watched every Jurassic Park movie
0: with. That's the kids. like kids' crack. I can see it. And so
2: like <laughs> they are like running around doing raptor hands and like chasing like chasing each other. And so like we watched that, and I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was
0: pretty cool. For not not to get was, like, CG'd out. But Not to get political, but are our kids' Uh-oh. textbooks dinosaurs? Do they have feathers now? Uh,
2: yeah, I believe they do. <laughs> they do have they do have feathers and
0: they yeah. do have uh, fur. A, a that was my number. favorite line in Jurassic World was the, like, "Don't they have feathers?" Like, yeah, but we make them so they don't, <laughs> so people come <laughs> visit. <laughs>
1: yeah, but, but I mean, I think that's awesome, I and mean, I think that's a cool like gap bridging because like by the later yeah, ones, for. they do have feathers. Some of them have feathers, right? Like the in the later movies
0: I'd...
2: yeah Some of the, like yeah yeah a couple of the different ones that they have yeah like, the smaller it... raptors and thing, but, but not the, like think... velociraptors but...
1: yeah i do think that's cool though that like it's a cool lesson for 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 everyone to learn is that like when you're in school you think that everything you learn is the same thing that the people before you learned but that's just not true. Like Pluto's still a planet. Damn it! Exactly. Yeah,
0: like whole
2: planet. The brontosaurus is still a dinosaur. We that that was like. I think it's. Thing. I think it's
1: underappreciated how much the education system is a is a moving thing. You know, like it's not. Yeah. It's not if it's static. We're doing it wrong. You know. So.
2: And I think that's why I've been enjoying that show is because it's like I'm sort of. Like I'm learning it with my kids, like the new things that have changed since I grew up on you know on dinosaurs as a dino kid. Yeah. And so it's like I'm I'm actually learning a little bit here and there too. I'm seeing like my kids understand that like some of the things I grew up understanding aren't real anymore. <laughs> it's, it's just, yeah, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Science moves forward and that's cool. Like I think
0: yeah. The biggest dino trip for me was learning that like T-Rexes didn't exist with like most most of the other big famous dinosaurs. Like yeah. they were millions that's of or a year, couple yeah. million of years ahead or behind yeah. when all the other ones are around.
1: Well, that's awkward. Yeah. But you just made it weird. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and then uh, uh,
2: the other thing that I've been doing is watching the la- the latest season of Titans.
0: It, the last season of Titans.
2: <laughs> yes, the end. End the last. Yes, the,
1: it is the last it's one, been,
2: right? Yeah. It it's been hard to get through. I'm not gonna lie, I,
1: I have not. It or, heard I have it? not finished it. Cause I have not finished it. I'm, I'm like, I
2: think I'm like five episodes, four or five episodes in.
0: Okay.
2: I
1: saw you spoilers know, on
0: Twitter, and I was going to ask your guys' opinion, but I'll, I'll save them.
1: <laughs> I, I did see that spoiler. I, it's like whatever. Um, I, I will say this. Uh, I, I, I don't think I've ever mentioned it on this show before, but um, if you want good DC nerdy content, you guys should check out Superman and Lois. It's really good. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've said it a few times on this show. I've heard that. I've heard it's that so freaking good, too. man! It looks good. I'll give it that. I'm
2: going, I'm going to like. I will watch it. It's on like it's on my list of of things to
0: watch. That but, show like, might
1: be not coming not coming back either. I know people are wondering. <laughs> they can't tell because because it's the one. It's the only one that lives because it's that good, right? Like, yeah. um, CW even canceled their new reboot of like or like their uh, prequel of the 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 Supernatural show. So like you know they're pretty picky right now. And if they're willing to get rid of that. So like the fact that Superman and Lois is still on when the rest of the Arrowverse is just gone is, is the, is the Batman show or the, the Gotham Nights show. has that been canceled yet? No, it is the worst. Ugh, That's a I've, show? Talked, I've said that before. Gotham Nights is a show. And yeah. I ter- told you this before.
2: I know. I think it's I just scary. keep trying to like actively not acknowledge its existence. Hoping that maybe it'll just disappear. I don't
0: know. You no, won't. I just. Well, I, I guess just, it might. Yeah. If you don't want to, it will definitely disappear.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, no. I. I like Titans. Is I mean, it's like I've liked most of the show, but it's I, I'm having a little hard time this season. I don't know if I'm just underwhelmed or if it's like. like it's but, rough, but I want to man. get through that and I want to get through Doom Patrol because both of those I'm um, like a few episodes behind and I just feel like I need to just kind of knock it out since they're going away.
1: Doom Patrol's not they, done they, yet because they, no, they, they but, took a break. Yeah. And that's that's but the frustrating it, I think part it's, about it. It's
0: done, right? Once whatever it I, comes back. Yeah, yeah I think, come
1: back, I'll, yeah. I think uh, those guys are bummed because all the stuff that they ever made for, for Warner Brothers is done. For, for the movie.
0: DC Infinite. What was the streaming service called? dc unite
3: remember the thing
0: where they all debuted where's where's frank possibly
1: yeah sorry we (laughs) need frank in here for that one (laughs) he
2: had the subscription i remember well
0: let's let's subscribe to some of the news that we missed over the past uh
1: What I just realized is you're going to be able to do all the buttons, aren't you? Because you're, you're teeing them up yourself.
0: Yeah. You know, I, has I that the been the problem? The That's, That's the part problem. of it. It's it's hard to like sync up. I have a good idea when you want to talk about the news, but it's, it's easier to just hit the button when I want to talk about the news. But sometimes <laughs> you hit the wrong
1: button too. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying you're doing good so far. You're doing good so far. Well, I might, I might just let you keep doing it. Like, I kind of like it. Just remember well, it keeps, when we're done like we're going to do a trivia. Okay. Active, Here's active listening
0: activity for me. Nice uh, news, not not much in the past month. I think we were talking about this before we started. Um, in the MCU space, writer strikes going on, so Blade and uh, Daredevil are on pause in, in terms of production.
1: Oh, so I but, should not show this slide right now.
0: But you can. We can talk <laughs> about it. What does that look like to you? That top car, Dennis.
1: That's Ghost Riders, right?
0: That's a Ghost Rider has has lab looking car that's two scale sold by uh ramen toys this is called the ramen racer it also comes in a yellow variant yeah oh, I, to- I
1: told you I told you a few months ago that there was a company in in, in uh the east that was going to uh do this for two was- bucks no, no, tell no us one. more about it
0: it is on pre-order right now again ramentoys.com where can they're kind of doing a little funky you can just get the car for like an extra fifteen bucks, you get the effects. Yeah, and then for a couple other bucks, you get a Agent Scully action figure. Oh wow! Who looks are you serious? Uh, pretty they made him? pretty <laughs> close to <laughs> Robbie Reyes.
1: Oh with, my god! Without the helmets, he'll light up. Um, I think without the hel- with with the without the mask, it doesn't look like Robbie Reyes. Yeah, but- no, it doesn't with the or with the, mask, with the helmet weird. oh my god well the how the right?
0: haslab was going for like a, a stylized look this seems to be going more realistic with the head sculpt. no
1: it was yes. i mean it was it it was made to look like the character looks but this i mean it's cool i'm not gonna so but like bucks. how how posable is the figure it doesn't look very posable
0: i mean he's going to be able to sit in the car right I'm,
1: okay is i don't the... even see joints in his legs on that for I was
0: that was I don't yeah. think I think he can stand next to the. If car he can then.
1: sit in the car, then I
0: think that's all you need him for. But I think it's cool that they're they're delivering on their promise to make a figure, and then it it seems to be doing well in terms of funding. So that's cool. Good for collectors. Good picture of him. Th- it has a funding farm? goal. You said. Yeah, uh, let me pull it up real quick.
1: Oh, yeah. it does say over twenty-four points of articulation. So, so it probably does have it. It's just not showing it in the. In the models, hey man, that's pretty cool. It looks
0: like it's coming out, it's already on the cars coming out for sure. There's a 1500 pre ordered If that number reaches uh 3000 or 2.5, it looks like on the thing that's when you get the Robbie Reyes
1: uh, or okay. Agent
0: Scully. All right, all right,
1: but still cool stuff. Keep me posted on that one because that's pretty cool. <laughs> Dang, and that was it. That we're just right into Marvel Legends now, yeah.
0: I mean, I can't really think of it what well, much else has happened wow it's a little bit radio silent on the marvel front right it's a dead zone where everything's either getting announced or gotten announced or it's it's not gonna happen till comic-con i
1: heard i read uh bob Iger plans to have hulu and disney plus merge by the end of the year that is yes that
0: is some big news beyond denx else here but but i I wonder what that affect
1: that affects our disney plus where we watch all our marvel stuff
0: what name do you think sticks is disney plus or
1: hulu Plus. i think the disney is the more important brand they just have to be they have to be okay with a bunch of r-rated content on their platform which it well, sounds like they are over. everywhere else in, in the yeah, world yeah we're the
0: only country that doesn't have uh, yeah
1: so i'm kind of stoked. yeah give me uh, yeah. nudity just, just on my disney plus it, you know they're about to have one more f-bomb on their platform in a few months <laughs> yeah. so just why not uh, all right, we can talk about this. Uh, Marvel Legends, I scooped up all the uh, the new news. Um, that since the last time we talked, uh, we talked in April, and that last time was, I think, we talked about the uh, Spider Verse figures. Um, mm-hmm. and I think maybe the Scarlet Witch figure that's going to be out later this year. But, um, they surprised us, uh, with an announcement on Twitter a few weeks ago with this guy. This is the legit Joe Fix It from the the comics, um, a.k.a. the Hulk in his gray outfit where he was a uh, bouncer in uh, Las Vegas um, for the mob, I believe.
0: Wasn't there a Joe Fix-It like two years ago?
1: This is a different Joe Fix-It from the neck up. It is um, the one <laughs> ago was ago um, was from the video game.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, this one, it's a completely new, two heads, two new heads for him. And um, also, uh, Gun. <laughs> can, uh, the, the, if you saw the one from the video game, for some reason, Hasbro painted him kind of green and it's mm. really insulting. Um, but he only came with one head and like, this one's got a lot of character and I don't know, man, it's, I, I was pretty disappointed in the one I got a few years ago. So this is the one I want.
0: For all you Joe fix it freaks out there. You got to. No chance. You know, like weird it.
1: thing. Like, I think Joe Fixit was actually the first time I ever read a, a Hulk comic in as a kid. Um, I knew what the Hulk looked like normally. But when I picked up a comic at the time, he just happened to be Joe Fixit. And I was like, whoa, this is weird. And it was drawn by, like, Todd McFarlane. It was it was, it was pretty cool. And I, I, as someone who grew up in Vegas at the time, I was, like, I was kind of excited that there was a Vegas <laughs> superhero. You know, like, that's where he lived. So... What were you gonna say, Ian?
2: Oh, I was just gonna say I like the I like the one without the hat, the head without the hat. It's good, right? A lot of expression, yeah. Yeah, a lot of expression in the face, a lot of that like, curl is really cool. I'm digging big
1: big freaky smile on him. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, uh and then I mean, uh, there's he's got a
2: very uh, McFarlane-esque. Like, <laughs> yeah, it does. It.
1: it looks inspired from his his art for sure. And then uh, this bad boy, which actually goes up for pre-order next week on uh, Hasbro Pulse. Uh, oh, my God, it's it's this is if if the holiday special is a sweet spot for for certain people, um, I believe this box set of that very specific Mary Jane from the Spider-Man 90s animated cartoon and a repainted Green Goblin just to make it look like. That I mean, they. I mean, that's a brand new Mary Jane, like from top to bottom. Like that is a whole new figure. Oh my God, that outfit is terrible. It it's is so bad. bad. It's, it's of a time. Yeah. <laughs> it's of a time for sure. It's just so you know. terrible. But no, that was like yeah, the hottest the cool, thing back in the day. They come in the cool little VHS box set kind of thing, and uh those will come out later this is year. Is she I completely think. new head to toe, or is it? Yeah. From head to toe, that is. Wow. I mean. I mean it's like, yeah, the sleeves. She's got like sweater sleeves. They're a they're gonna you're gonna see there. tons of people in in sweaters later, because <laughs> they gotta be using this. Is she wearing a turtleneck too? I can't tell.
2: Yeah,
1: um, wearing a turtleneck. I like the paint on the looks goblin like though. It uh, pops really well. Yeah, he does. He does. It's like, like some red green. cowboy
2: boots on that box.
1: Yeah, no, she's got boots. I didn't. Sorry, I didn't. I don't. Oh wait, I did. Oh, see, look at that. Wow. There you go. That's, nice. that's Norman head has toe. the waves head to toe yeah norman's is, got the, the hair waves is is that a new head sculpt for norman uh slightly uh there is a previous one but without the creepy smile on his face um, that's incredible yeah the the faces are so good nowadays good. um you buy, but yeah now you, now you can see from head to toe how she's a completely new uh a new piece because that's all pinless too so those are pinless legs and pinless arms um She's cool. I kind of am excited more to see what else they make with that body besides her. Um, but this this little uh, tribute to the Spider-Man cartoon is really cool so far. They've Because they've cranked out some characters that we just never thought we were going to get. We're getting an Aunt May. We're getting Doc Ock with bendable tentacles. Um, and then, yeah. I, this, I mean, so, so yeah, we have to get a few extra figures that are exactly just the same as before, but slightly painted different whatever it's fine such is life and then such is the weirdest thing ever to be surprise announced i think like two days ago uh it's a comic book accurate classic drax the destroyer and moon dragon two pack that went up exclusively for pre-order on marvel unlimited this week um they just surprised they just dropped it they're just like here's this thing Enjoy. And you Pretty had to cool. like log in and stuff, it was really weird. It's amazing and so bad at the same time. <laughs>
0: you like, get a comic you, accurate Drax.
1: That is what Drax look like. Yes. Yeah. And that's if incredible. You, if you're curious, that is that that who moondragon is, if you never heard of her.
0: His daughter, right?
1: That is his daughter, yes. Because in the comic books, Drax and Moondragon were both humans. But Drax's after Drax's Drax and his wife were killed in a car accident, um, his soul was taken and put into this new body that was meant to be a champion to go and fight Thanos. So he's literally designed to be Thanos' Kryptonite in the comics, basically. And uh, he was he was generically like a space <laughs> Superman at the time, and then eventually they kind of down downplayed downgraded his powers to not have like all the powers. And he just became kind of what he is now in the, in the movies and stuff like that. But he's not an alien folks just spoiler. And then, (laughs) and then the daughter is, she's just a a weirdo. I I'd rather not explain (laughs) it. I mean, she's cool. She's a really cool character, but like
0: she has all these,
1: she has all these crazy superpowers, but she didn't get them from radioactive anything. No gamma rays, nothing. She just got them from like, really trying hard and training and i'm like how that's how you get telekinesis like you just keep trying really hard until one day okay
0: yeah anything's possible is this the first moon dragon
1: it is okay it is it is it's incredibly accurate um but it is incredibly of a time like that's the thing you like to say yeah um so i think that's everything that we got oh yeah here's here's all the accessories you actually get two Drax heads in case one wasn't enough. yeah, they the most out of that one.
2: <laughs> and those look like choke hands, like he. he, he oh he, yeah,
1: you know, yeah. Mechanic. For when she doesn't clean up her bedroom at night, you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what we got for Marvel Legends um, in the coming uh, months and so. Like, um, yeah, I think that was cool because like they've been really celebrating oh, like med- weekly drops. Yeah. There's like, they're doing a drop weekly. There was two this week. One was just, uh, it's because all those Avengers, like I was going to say, mm-hmm. uh, they're celebrating the 60th anniversary of the Avengers and X-Men this year. And so we showed off all the X- the Avengers stuff earlier this year. Um, and they've been drip feeding each one. They're all going to come out at the same time, but they just want to, they're learning a lot of social media rules, which is like, you just want to keep your audience engaged regularly. Mm-hmm. So instead of just letting you order the entire set at once they're making us check back in every week to, to give us one more. So the Hawkeye on the sky cycle was this week. And, and then like the black widow is going to be a store exclusive and yeah, just other weird stuff. Um, But yeah, it's, it's fun. If you're into this stuff, it's fun. If you're not, then I just wasted 10 minutes of your life.
2: <laughs> I like it.
1: Yeah um i need to
2: add that to that section
0: from now on you'll be proud of me i (laughs) bought the what if spider-man on ebay uh because i like i like that costume because it's 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 the disney it's the disneyland costume it's the ride right yeah but i bought it and i also bought a gundam marker because that dude does not have paint lines so that's a fun little project this weekend i'm gonna i tried it 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 once. once
1: i tried it once ian's kid has that toy now
0: <laughs> For
2: the record, Ricky, Aww. he loves playing with it. All right, he might so
1: get another it, one here
0: it, soon. <laughs> say, if, if, if you jack it up,
2: just send it on over. Yeah, that was that was accidentally
1: teed up. I just happened to have him right here. Um, yeah, good luck. I, I want to see it when you finish it because, it, like, I will say this though. I will say this. I know it's a cheap choice that they make to not draw those lines in, but I also know that like at that scale at that small scale you don't get spider-man to look as red as he looks in the new movies with uh drawn lines in there so like yeah. when you do it he's gonna look darker than 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 before and so i i forgive them for doing it for the movie spider me spiders now because like i think he looks he look like tom holland spider-man is a bright red it's it's yeah. almost pink sometimes you know and i kind of like it so it's weird when you when you draw a bunch of lines on something that small it just your eyes get tricked and it sees darkness so good luck
0: well hopefully we don't see darkness in this trivia let's tee. <music>
1: possibly bad i love it it was so (laughs)
0: darkness but i was like what
1: all right uh ricky for the next portion of this show you are not in charge of buttons okay because i gotta i gotta be all over these buttons to make sure i do these correctly wow did
0: you clip out that image
1: uh no i just found it clipped because i didn't have the time to do that i didn't feel like it um but it's great image right i have actually seen uh karen gillen on tiktok uh making fun of her pose in this and saying like, what was I thinking that day when we took that picture? Because like, who stands like that? Who, who does that? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a it's a picture of the Guardians from the newest movie, Volume 3. Um, I just wanted to celebrate them and celebrate something that I had been talking with Frank about recently. And uh, something that I forgot that he had taught Ricky and I a vocabulary word many years ago. Uh, the word is diegetic. And... Yeah, what it means you know, in 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 terms of mu- uh, music is it's music that is actually exists within the context of the story being told. So, while we're listening to the wonderful music that James Gunn has prepared for this, or, you know, uh, for for these movies, and he actually writes his scripts listening to this music, to the music that's in the movies, um, the characters themselves are also listening to the music. And that's kind of one of the special things about Guardians, right? Is music so important to them in their universe? And it becomes fun, right? To the point where, like, it was a no-brainer that Disney made a ride out of them. And it's awesome because every time you go on the ride, you get to hear a different song, right? Like, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I decided to do a trivia where you guys get to tell me what diegetic song or each one I play is f- what movie it's from what what guardians property or guardians related thing includes this song so are you guys ready to do this yes by the way uh, i mean f- fair warning to anybody watching this not live uh we may get copyright warnings and you might not be able to hear these music later so that's your bad for missing out on the live show yep Let's hope <laughs> for the best all right first up here we go let me just quick I'm, I'm gonna, gonna play keep going first uh, okay we can do that let's let Ian go first Ian if you can guess the movie um you t- you get the point if you can't Ricky gets the steal
3: okay
1: you just have to guess the movie bonus points if you want to tell me the title of the of the the song here we go I'll
2: let her
1: Oops. Right. i got that on loop let me turn that off All
2: right. no loop
1: Oh, now they're coming after you for sure That's... i know right <laughs> oops oops uh so what was that one uh guardians 2 yeah yeah, yeah. ricky agrees
0: yeah, there's a, the yeah, the prison scene. Yeah, the, the Ravengers. Yeah.
1: Wonderful, wonderful scene. I was just gonna say
2: that's actually one of the probably the best scenes in the movie because Yondu just
0: wrecks up. I remember really... the, closer, the scene they showed at Comic Con.
1: Yeah, it was, huh? Yeah. When they had oh, the Ravagers cool. come out first before that. It's where yeah. uh, it's where Yondu kills all the Ravagers in uh in Guardians Volume Two. it's uh, a fin. little bit closer. Yes, he gets his new fin. Um, Yondu, R.I.P. Brother, love you. Are. All right, next up, um, here we go, guys. Uh, we're there we're are. gonna let Ricky do this one. Ricky gets the answer first. Hello, Hello, Cherry bomb.
0: That's some Guardians one. That's Cherry bomb, and I think it's steering. It's when they're going to Xandar, and I think when all the Xandar, all the uh, Nova ships are attacking.
1: Some of them. the man's right. Yeah, this is this is them walking down the hall uh, right after they plan the heist uh, to. Well, it's like a heist to keep um, Ronan's ship from touching ground on Xandar.
0: I I own like like two copies, two vinyl copies of the, of the Guardians One soundtrack.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was a it's an excellent soundtrack.
0: It's a great soundtrack. I I don't know if I love two and three, but Guardians One for what it is is very much like a cinematic Bam's
1: fighting words. A cinematic
0: moment that transcends Marvel.
1: Bem's is fighting words. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Ian's are. turn. Ian. All right
2: oh this is the holiday special this is when they light it up for pete because man that gave me that gave me christmas
1: goosebumps see this is what i love guys i love how much (laughs) the music of these movies touches you like you always you always you don't just know the movie or the you know what you know when you know when and i think that's the beautiful thing about how James Gunn does these stories. So good job. All right. Ricky's turn. I'm going to keep it going.
3: Uh,
0: here we go. uh, I don't know this one. I know it's not Guardians 1. It could be Guardians three, but I'm gonna take a guess, and s- I want to say Guardians two when they're at like the the brothel planet. But I I don't think it's that. But that would be my best guess, so I'll stick with
1: it. Rick, uh, Ian for the steal.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of jumping between two potential options. Well, if it's not I'm two, gonna go with, it's gonna be three. Wait. Um, so these are wait. I just want to double check. These are all just strictly from Guardians.
1: No, I didn't say that. Okay, I'm
2: gonna say I'm gonna say Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, oh. it's definitely uh. when they're in space.
1: <laughs>
2: they're in the ship. I see them in the cockpit.
1: Do you see ah, them?
2: No, I don't. Playing not. football. I
0: mean, that's
2: it's Nebula.
1: Kind of...
0: It's,
2: it is. It's, it's, it's guardians.
1: It's their ship.
2: Adjacent I think it's if you say ship. guardians,
0: you gotta have more than one.
1: It's their ship. they this is this is from the zoom. This is Nebula from the zoom. I'm saying uh this is from <laughs> Avengers Endgame, uh Dear Mr. Fantasy, and it's when uh Tony Stark and Nebula are stranded and, and he's about to die uh from
3: um not have the zoom,
1: does he? Low oxygen. The zoom is on the ship. Or they've up they they made they cloned they cloned his music onto his ships so he's already got the zoom by this point. Um, so you're no longer bound. And also, uh, James Gunn did pick this song for the movie. Uh, they still let him they still let him put do all the input for all the Guardians uh, related stuff. So just saying,
2: that's one Uh, thing I like about Marvel with regard to when they have their characters cross over as they usually seem to kind of bring in the person who's responsible for that yeah. corner of the universe and allow them to kind of put their spin or touch on it or, or at least make sure it's like stays within the, the, the vibe of what they set out. with. yeah. So
1: that's cool. and, and to be fair, honestly uh, there's an argument to be made uh, in Ricky's favor because uh, Iron Man is no stranger to diegetic music as well. He is frequently Absolutely. listening to the music that you're listening to. Um, yeah. So, Ricky, it could be Tony Stark's playlist. Who knows? Uh, but I prefer to give credit to Nebula for have, having lived with uh, the Guardians at this point for a while. I'm going to give it to her. All right. Is this... Uh, Ian's turn. you got it right. So, yeah, it's, it's Ian's no, turn. No, it's,
2: it's, it's open for you.
1: It's Ian's turn. Okay. Um, here we go.
2: Um. Guardians One?
0: Infinity War. Prison? It's the first no. shot the of them in Infinity War.
2: Oh, yeah, when they're in space. That's the cockpit. That's the cockpit. I like the, the rubber band man a lot. So <laughs> yeah, I, I do like that yeah. song. And, and, no, by the and way, that's because that's because is singing in this scene, right? I need We're to re- clarify.
1: I just I, 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 misspoke earlier. I know it's confirmed that James Gunn chose the rubber band man for this movie. I'm going to assume that he helped it, you know, because he's also executive producer on both movies. I'm going to assume he helped with the choice of music in that one as well. But yes, it's the rubber band man from A- A- Avengers Infinity War is the song. Uh, and uh, good job, Ricky. That's awesome. You're now yeah. kicking the crap out of Ian.
3: Yeah,
2: I like, I like that scene because that's when, when they're all singing. And Hit the it. yeah. It's well, one of those is moments. Asleep. Is well, asleep. Yeah, yeah, but it's one of those moments that you realize that how, how much ingrained the music is in Guardians, just their day to day. Yeah. It's all cool. right.
1: Uh, so it's Ricky. It's Ricky for the final one. Ricky. Here we go.
0: when Yandu dies in Guardians 2.
1: Guys, you don't know yep. what it takes for me to not cry even thinking about this scene. Like I, I had to, you know, I had to do a lot of things. I had to watch a lot of stuff this week uh to to do this trivia for you guys. Uh and I had to go and grab these these clips, you know, um and and I swear to God every time I watched this thing I wanted to cry just for like just for like the seconds just for the few seconds that I was looking at it and it's it, yes ricky got it for the win uh guardians of the galaxy job, volume ricky. two father and son um man that one hurts me i love it i think it's the most beautiful thing uh that has happened in in those movies until the new ones yeah
2: good job ricky um, good is that
3: job
2: <laughs>
1: is that my key to yeah, start yeah to start yeah, to fall yeah <laughs> You're the host, so I was just going to let you decide when. You know. Yeah,
0: this is <laughs> that part of the show where we talk about Guardians 3. Um, I realized I did not prepare a summary for, for Guardians 3. Oh, now you're going to have to go off the top of your head. Let's see <laughs> But it. But I guess we'll, we'll, we'll just throw the spoiler warning uh, out ahead before we get into the discussion. We will be talking about everything and anything regarding Guardians 3. Uh, from the top of my brain, this is a story about... Rocket and his origins Uh we see him get injured by the one and only Adam Warlock at the beginning of the film and it's a, uh, it's a race to save Rocket's life that leads the Guardians in direct conflict to the High Evolutionary how's that? That's
1: pretty good man that was pretty good Ricky yeah that was pretty good uh, yeah I mean you could, add, you could add that it's kind of revealed that like We've been building, between. we've been building up to the High Evolutionary for three movies now, uh, and it's this this movie actually serves as like this awesome conclusion to what has technically always really been Rocket's story, right? And so, yeah. um, so it kind of refocuses more on being about him and and everyone's relationship to him, uh, and including the High Evolutionary, which he is briefly implied in the first movie and uh, you find out that he is also the creator of the Sovereign in the second movie. So it's all been building to this and it's really cool. And um, I think the, the awesome thing about it is like I saw an interview with Bradley Cooper and apparently this was always what he pitched to Bradley Cooper. Like that this was what was going to happen if he got the chance to do it. Cool. You know what I mean? If he was given three three movies to do it, this is the story he was going to tell. And so, bravo, so Bradley man. Cooper
2: was like, "So wait, I get to like start off as like one of the crew and then like become the main focus of the left the franchise." Okay, yeah, no, I'm in, sign. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> like, that, that explains it, right? <laughs> Yeah, that explains things. Why they got Bradley Cooper to do yeah. this, right? Like, what do you think
0: Rocket is three? Because he's
1: not doing the mocap; he's just doing the voice. Three no, weeks of work. I don't. Two I weeks don't, of work. I don't think he's even a week of work, man.
2: He's probably putting two. He comes in at the end. he comes in.
1: He comes in after. So that's the cool thing, right? Is Bradley Cooper gets to react to their performances, like he's got the easy gig, right? He just gets to watch their movie like once or twice, the, the real. And then he, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in no way speaking for Bradley Cooper, by the way. I don't know what the process is like, yes, it's weeks. It's more, it's months, it's months of work.
2: No, but they usually, I mean, they, they, you're right. Like they usually have it playing like in the, in the sound booth when they're voicing over it and he's watching most, but, but, the the, at least mostly produced movie at that point yeah uh you know maybe not all the effects are there but he's got enough to work off of he's seeing the other actors performances and he's able to build off that whereas you know the other actors are doing that on
1: set he's basically the last tester right
2: yeah exactly (laughs) pretty much
1: pretty much he's he's the last guy that tests the game before it goes out now uh yeah i loved it It what do you got what do you got Ricky?
0: I mean, where do where do we be even begin? I I just need to get a, a read of the room. I'm I'm guessing we're all positive, but why why are we positive, Ian? What what's what's the what made I, you uh, giggle in this movie? What made you?
2: It it was fantastic. I mean, you know, you if you if you know me, you know I'm a space guy, big space nerd. So anything that oh. takes place off off of this planet is something I'm into. I like spending time in movies on spaceships and flying around doing cool stuff and they did that but not only that but it just it hit like you know we've we've seen these characters for a couple movies and you know a couple special a special and we've gotten to really grow with their family and this movie hit all of those points every character got got to shine every character got like you know quality moments and the soundtrack was, you know, pure James Gunn, which you know, I, I I'm just gonna go out and say it. I am the mark for the James Gunn trademark uh, brand of what he's dropping. Like <laughs> I have been watching his movies since he was with Troma and I have liked his brand of oh. some.
1: Yeah, I fully I fully agree. I can't I can't like it, you know, like what Ricky was saying earlier is like, I don't know if I was the audience for the holiday special. I've been the audience every single time for everything <laughs> Giant James, <Gun> and <laughs> Giant James does. Uh, and <clears throat> like, yeah. So when you say like, was it generally positive for all of us? Positive doesn't even begin to describe my appreciation of this movie. Like, I think this movie is honestly uh, uh, cemented as making... Guardians probably the best superhero trilogy in my opinion, like,
0: wow, because
1: there is that progression and that
0: consistency. We gotta back up that hot take. I don't think it's a hot take. I I don't think it's
2: a hot take. I think I agree
0: with. I think it's a hot take on the internet. Just to clarify, (laughs) superhero film, including DC.
1: Yeah. Okay. I said trilogy. Uh, Trilogy. I said yeah, trilogy. So
0: there's a Batman under that.
1: You're gonna tell me Dark Knight Rises is better than these three? I'm not gonna tell you, but I just want your words to be very clear for the people I, on the I, internet. I'm that saying that, <laughs> the, that we can all agree. Like I love, I love Batman, the the Dark Knight movies, the Chris Nolan movies. I love them, and before this, they were my favorite. But I've gotta, I gotta give credit where credits due. I think this was a more satisfying conclusion. Uh, then we then we got like you know I think I think let's you know if we had to rewind back to when Dark Knight Rises came out that was a divisive conclusion people yeah, were was. on the it fence was. about you know whether or not they should like it and stuff and so I'm just saying all I've seen on the internet for this last week since we watched this movie is love and, and emotion because everybody felt the same thing you know what I mean like and, and that's a really cool thing to do is to make everybody come away from your trilogy with such a, an extreme sense of joy and emotion. And that's not what we got with that Dark Knight trilogy. Like no, was the I... Dark Knight probably one of the greatest superhero movies ever made. Yeah. Like really hard to argue that, you know, but I'm just saying Batman begins to Dark Knight to Dark Knight Rises does not have the same flow as these three movies
0: well, my my take sink. won't be as spicy as Dennis's because I don't know if I want that smoke, but <laughs> the I will say it is this is this generation's Star Wars. It it is very oh, yeah. much it's been it's always yeah. been that absolute iconic I, thing. I, I, um,
1: Dude, it was my Star Wars when I saw it the first. <laughs> when I saw the first one, I was like, why did that? Why was that a better Star Star Wars movie than anything we've got in the last twenty years? Like, yeah, that's 100%. what I said when I saw the first one. Well, so, yeah, you're, you're, I don't think that's a hot take either. I don't think either of our takes are hot takes.
0: I don't think they are. <laughs> I think, I they, think just they make are.
1: perfect sense. Best I,
0: trilogy. And I'd feel more comfortable I mean, putting that hot take on Reddit than your hot take on Reddit. <laughs> uh, I don't,
2: I don't, I I think, I don't think Dennis is, is that hot of a take. I think, uh, I think I agree in respect of like, you know, the differences with Guardians is that the, the, it has down, you know, hard emotional moments, but it has uplifting, joyful, happy, funny moments. You don't get that in any of The Dark Knight.
1: There's not a lot of joy. There's in not a
2: lot of joy in those movies. So just the fact that you can have good and smile here and there elevates it to just a in general... Yeah fun experience it's just it's got all of the touch points
1: there's also not a lot of color in those movies too right no there's mm -hmm. not it's a lot of dark dark. like the joker's pretty much the brightest thing in those in that entire trilogy right like and that's sad because he's a sadistic psychopath you know like it's uh yeah
0: i i i I think that's uh one of the james gunn isms that I, i do enjoy he he's not afraid to get weird and when he gets weird, it's not weird for being weird. It's, or it's, it's not weird just to be weird. It's, it's weird, but with somewhat of a, a purpose. And then to that point, even further, he can do the highs, the highest of highs with the lowest of lows and, and find the nuance in between. Um, I mean, this movie covers some pretty dark stuff you're getting with some animal torture porn, mm-hmm. like straight up cruelty. <laughs> yeah. And then he finds a levity in it. And, um, I don't think all the jokes hit for me in this one, but you had more, more wins and and losses in that department. And you know, it's, it's a solid movie in in the end because of it.
1: I I will say like the, the thing like, I don't know. The the jokes always hit for me with the James Gunn story, but like um, I, I will say that you mentioned the animal cruelty stuff. Like I will say if I had a single, single true nitpick, I have a nerd nitpick for this movie also, but if I had a <laughs> real nitpick for this movie, I would say that the animal angle, uh, like my wife and I talked about this and we both agreed, like it's a bit manipulative. It's it, a, it, it made yeah. it. So we never had a chance of like, you know, it's, it's a like, cheap angle. It's like, che- it's killing the dog in John wick, right? Like that's what it is. Like you're, yes. you're like, well, okay, I guess this justifies everything. And so, you know, it's, Yeah, it's, it's hard, you know, like they tried to make it it look like the stuff high evolutionary is doing was very horrific and stuff. But like, on the same token, like, animal testing is a thing. And, you know, I know, like, I don't think what he was doing was, you know, legal testing. Um, (laughs) But I'm just saying it's a
0: a cheap angle, but I think the rocket story is strong enough to overcome it. Um, Yeah. There's the dynamic between him and Tiefs and Floor and Lila, even I mean because they're only really on screen for five minutes, if that. Like, you get so much connection and friendship and emotion out of their, their little arc that. I feel when, like they're
1: on this, they're moving more than five minutes. It's less than it's 10, more. 15. Yeah, probably 15 ish. Hmm. They're, they're, they're on some, some pretty the slow scene. scenes. There's some pretty but, slow, like, nice scenes where the, everybody's kind of just chilling out and stuff and when they when they meet her demise, their demise
0: there's enough character yeah. moment built up up until that point for sure where it yeah. really does punch you in the gut yeah that that singular scream and there's no music was oh man chef's that, kiss <laughs> in, the, I'm sure was. in the
1: torture department
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it was
1: hard it's hard and he just used like a gun, right? Like just straight up, yeah. Like, he, yeah he, did, he didn't he, know, he, know, yeah. know,
2: nothing, like nothing, like Uber. You
1: know, no Uber fancy. Ability. It was
0: nothing just, fancy, no, he was like, and then he, he did it, and then he just starts calling the cleanup crew, like he's not I even know. phased about it. He's like, all right, we gotta here's get you know get the janitor here now, like utter utter uh, disdain for for the animals. Oh. oh. <laughs>
1: Uh, the, actor, the actor who plays the High Evolutionary, uh, what uh, Chukuru Iwuji, uh, mm-hmm, right. I've heard in interviews he allows people to just call him Chuck. So I'm going to assume I have that allowed. That's the shot
0: know. at Comic-Con when they showed it. We, we all knew we were getting fucked up at this movie.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that, that raccoon right there. That's what they um, opened with. <laughs> but uh, my man who played the High Evolutionary, he also played uh, Mern in Peacemaker. Uh, They filmed these back to back, right? James Gunn filmed Mm -hmm. Peacemaker and this. I don't remember which one he filmed first, Um, but I think he filmed Guardians first, right? Um, No, I'm pretty sure Peacemaker. Was it? Okay. Fair enough. Um, In any case, oh my God, that actor just played the hell out of that villain. He was so good at it. Like, he just, I felt like, I felt like, yeah, I got his motivation. I don't think it needs to be relatable. It's definitely a motivation that a lot of like evil like corporations and stuff have is to reshape the world in their image and stuff. It was a very understandable motive, but I think the simplicity of it just made it so fun to just hate him. There yeah. is nothing nothing redeemable yeah. about that human being. Like he was terrible and I was all for it. Because it's like 100%. sometimes, sometimes you just want those villains. You want, you want, I mean? you want
0: like, the, I mean, we talked about it with, with, with Mando, right? Even though season three of Mando was, was iffy, Moff Gideon is just a straight up mustache twirly. That's
1: all he is. And bad yeah. guy. And, 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 and yeah.
0: Sometimes you need that, you know, in the MCU where you have gods with, you know, gods with the uh, motives or higher moral. Yeah. Uh villains to just have someone that's straight up just bad is kind of a nice little change of pace. Yeah.
1: But I yeah, I, I think that I think they've earned it though, right? Because like if you think about the complexity of the villains that they had to deal with before this, let them have a break and let them as a team just fight a straight up animal Hitler. You know? Yeah. What I mean? <laughs> like like let let them because think about it. Like the first movie was basically Peter um you know, coming to coming together with the team, but like in direct opposition with Yondu, right? Who was like the guy who raised him. <laughs> and then, I mean, yeah, there was Ronan too, which was just to set up the Infinity War and all that yeah. stuff. But Ronan was still like this very complex, like religious zealot kind of guy, you know, like you could understand like from his perspective that he thinks he, what he's doing is righteous. You know what I mean? But then and then like the second movie, it's Ego, right? Which is Peter's father. And like, that's a complex movie, which which ends with like we mentioned earlier with Yondu dying. So like, it's a lot of emotion going into these boss fights. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so yeah, man, let's just have the guy that made Rocket into Rocket with superpower. That guy's got superpowers, by the way. He's like, just got gravity manipulation for the hell of it just to make him super dangerous. And I think that's what made him awesome is because he was straight up evil and somehow you, am I the only one that kept wondering which one was going to die? Like they kept wondering which guardian wasn't going to make it to the end of the movie?
2: Oh, no, you're not the only one at all. I Uh, I, was—I mean, I I walked into the the theater just sitting there taking a tally in my head of like, who am I not going to walk out like with anymore? (laughs) Like when, Drax, that when, when, with. when
1: Drax took the chest wound? Did you kind of wonder? I very much
0: did wonder. I thought if, I was if, like, no,
2: not it's not going to be right now. It's too that's hard. one of my
0: gripes. So no.
1: they they played that card three, four times in that movie. But I think that's cool because I think like it's I don't think it's a card. I think it's a, an important thing. Is that uh, like the problem with a lot of storytelling is? people see it as a card that has to be played where someone has to die in order for the rest of the characters to grow and move forward and it becomes a trope and it's a trope of james Gunn's, honestly like mm-hmm. he does it a lot and so i think it was kind of earned and kind of like joyful that like every time you mm-hmm. thought somebody important was going to die in this movie he said no nah. because if you saw the trailer for this movie a few months ago it said it's time for their happy ending, and I just thought it was so cool that this movie did not lie to me and never actually robbed me of a happy ending, right? Like
0: I think I, think I was ready I for one to die, and I wanted. I, one to but die. I think I agree. Me, and I think that's that's why was... you're
1: bitter because you wanted one to die, you psycho. Yeah. If, that's,
0: if that's you so get funny. it's like roulette, right? And you get you hit black
1: four times in a row,
0: like you you needed to switch over to red at some point, like it's.
1: What? A, hey, you play you play a Marvel Snap, right? Yeah. Have you ever noticed there's an overarching theme across all the Guardians characters?
0: If they play something, you get points, right?
1: If you guess right. correctly where your player your, your opponent is placing their card, they benefit from it, right? The Guardians are all about luck. That's all they got, dude. They're stupid. All of them are stupid. Rockets, the smartest one luck, among them. Luck I is a the construct.
2: They specifically mentioned several times in this film how like Peter never really has a plan to get out of things or to you know, you know, I mean how like he was he was like, You came onto the ship to get me? Why? Like, and it's because he never has a plan. It's always yeah. luck. Yeah, rockets it
0: was really remarkable in this film, though. Like Rockets Wet? Like his intellect and showing how truly um, smart yeah. he is, you know, with at the, his younger age, you know, breaking down the, the high uh
1: machine and yeah, he just what's doesn't wrong, talk but... words good. That's all. But like he, but he's always been, he's always been that way, right? He, he mm-hmm. doesn't, ma- he doesn't have a good use of, of, of English. Uh probably because you know, like that part of his brain, like it doesn't make sense for a raccoon to be at I a, mean he helped
0: have, he like, helped like, Tony Stark build the gauntlet,
1: right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, the time machine. He built the, he helped build the time machine. Yeah, and, be- and the gauntlet. Yes, both, both. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Like he's a genius, crucial. Like, but he does he does have gaps, right? There are places in his overall emotional intelligence that are not <laughs> are not good. And I think I think it's cool. It's cool that I'm glad that you're acknowledging that Rockets, the smartest one among them, because I think we had an argument when we talked about the holiday special is that you thought that Drax is getting dumber in every movie.
0: I think he did get a little dumber.
1: I don't think he did. And you know why I know? Because I just watched every movie ever with Drax in it this week. And when I mean this week, I mean in the last three days. (laughs) Um, And uh, it turns out Drax is a freaking idiot in the first movie, a super idiot, a big idiot who his plan to kill Ronan is call Ronan on the phone and tell him where the Infinity Stone is and say and just he sits there waiting for Ronan. That's it. That's his grand plan. And then he almost dies because of that plan. You know, like a shot of
2: him like waiting for the ships to come in. And he's yeah. like with the knives, just waiting Drax for it. always
1: <laughs> been the biggest idiot in certain ways. Right. Like it, it uh, but I think what you've observed is Drax has become happier every, every story we get. And I have no problem with that because the day he met Mantis is the day he stopped really mourning his family you know what i mean like and mantis has made drax so much better every time so i'll i'll concede to that point where maybe i
0: don't enjoy the writing of drax because the humor around him here's here's the, the script right drax says something stupid star lord says dude that's so stupid and then as a rebuttal drax will say something even more stupid thinking he sounds smarter and then that's the joke, and you rinse and repeat for two hours, and that yeah. and and I do you not know, pretty good. I, I don't find, really it, good. find it find <laughs> it. It's funny once. It's funny maybe twice. I mean, they kind of use that same joke system. It's a James Good thing he does in Peacemaker too with Vigilante. Um, and for me, it just doesn't hit every single time. You know, maybe you try something. Fair like. enough. I think where it did hit was the f bomb. Because he does the same play with Nebula. Like, how do I open this door? Like, you just push the button. And and then they drop the, you know, open the fucking door. Like, that's hilarious. Because that's unexpected. (laughs) But, you know, to see that same joke recipe played out and used on Drax constantly, it's like, like, what are you doing, dude? Like, like, He just comes off as dumb eventually.
1: Yes, but that's the whole point of of this movie, right? Is that there's a certain point in the moment. Where they, where he realizes that they all think he's dumb, right? And then there's another beautiful mo- moment later where you realize just because he's dumb at some things doesn't mean he's like the man you need for the job at these other things. Yeah. And I think that's all of them. I think that's all the guardians. They're all stupid in different ways. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what makes them. That such was a, a nice scene. little
0: moment when you know why? Why didn't you tell us he speaks this? you didn't ask that. yeah yeah i, I kind of that did i did enjoy that little moment to see him be a dad yeah long. no i
2: 100 percent. that that was the best that was the best like most satisfying arc in the film for me was was when when nebula said that he wasn't supposed to be a destroyer i like he was supposed to be a dad i was like okay no it's cool <laughs> we're good here Go cool. yeah, all right, we're good here. Go Drax, you know, like it was all the dad feels for for this movie. I, I mean, just across the board, there was a lot of really emotional moments, but like that was the to me was one of the best payoffs was was seeing Drax be who he should have been. Like it was really cool, really yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, he got a
2: family, and he found and, and, You know, you got to see him with kids. You got to see who he was meant to be before. Thanos took that from him, and it was just—it was like again, it was just one of those. If you've grown, if you've watched these characters, you've liked these characters, you've invested in them. There was a payoff, and it was a warm, fuzzy hug payoff, not just like a yeah. "oh, we have to check this box." It was like, "Here's let, let me just wrap you in this blanket," of, you know. It was—it was great. It was great. Dude, that's really why I don't think it's moment. a
1: hot take that it's the best trilogy, right? It's, I don't mm-hmm. think it is. Well, right. let me let me throw okay. some more more at you real quick. Best superhero
0: did, trilogy. It's okay. not it's not yeah. better than Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Did Adam Warlock his uh, three year wait? Did that pay off for
1: you guys? I'll let Ian go first. <laughs>
0: not
2: not uh, not real. I mean, I did. I like Will Poulter. I thought he was good in the character. I thought what they did with him worked. But I don't necessarily feel like. And I actually read that James Gunn said the heart one of the hardest things to to kind of fit into the film was Adam Warlock, but he had kind of painted himself into a corner by setting it up. Um I feel like they the way that they added him worked. I felt like it it was okay, but I don't feel like he necessarily needed to be there. They could have had it was Rocket kind of Ghost a farce in another way yeah. that, that that they would that they could have used that time to spend with the guardians a little more, which I would have been totally okay with. That said, I can see a place in the MCU for this character to grow. He's
1: guardian a guardian now, so yeah.
0: yeah.
1: But by, by, uh, by, by the way, sorry, I just wanted to point out like uh Ian was saying how like James Gunn painted himself into a corner by you know it's teeing up an Adam Warlock at the end of the last one. You know what's funny about that is like we could see it as painted himself into a corner or we could see it as like Promised the fans to, to 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 deliver to deliver something, right. you know, because let's just as a reminder for comparison's sake, uh, I watched a movie called Shazam, and at the end of Shazam, okay. I got teed up for a freaking Mister Worm, Mister Mind, and then you know what? I went and saw the sequel to Shazam, and there was no Mister Mind until no, the freaking post scene. No. This
0: season. movie made more. In one day, than Shazam made his entire run. Yeah, and
1: that's what I see. Like, so when we say we, uh, you know, painted himself around a corner, I prefer to look at it the opposite. Now, nowadays, the you know, that should be par for the course, right? Is yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, You tease something, and then you, then you're like, okay, I committed to it. You know what I mean? Like no, he, so delivered. Reason, he, he
2: delivered. He delivered, and out. he didn't deliver in a bad way. I, yeah. I, I just think, I just think, like. It's one of those where knowing how big of an impact Adam Warlock has on some comic storylines and things, I know there's a place for him in the MCU, and I'm glad that it started here. I just feel like they're, it. it I think I think they're that they have potential to do more if anybody cares to do more with him. I, if that's they what don't, I'm getting at.
0: then he fits fine where they left him, because like I feel like he's a, in the grand Marvel ethos, he's a. He's an
1: A-player? Is that a no? See, no? see, that's the thing. That's the thing. Well, like, he's an A-player yeah. in the Thanos
2: Infinity Stone no, storyline. No, you know what
1: he is? He's their Dr. Exposition. He is <laughs> he's he was a character that was entirely created just to explain to the reader what's going on with the Infinity Stones through the original Infinity Gauntlet story. So he's the one that has to go to the Avengers and say. You must assemble all together because we have to fight this threat. And it's like it works for a comic in the nineteen ninety, or like early 90s or late 80s, whatever. It works then. But honestly, like just like every character that when I go and read a Guardian's book, Adam Warlock kind of sucks, bro. Like he's just not <laughs> he's like, he's he's just really undefined, you know what I mean? And so uh, you know, if you're if you're if the bait you were trying to ask is like did he disappoint, you know, comic fans, you know, at this point, like if comic fans of the guardians are still upset about what's going on with these movies, just why are you still watching? Like why? Yeah. Like don't watch, but I don't know any, any comic fans that are actually upset at what's going on in these movies. Uh, so it's so Adam Warlock is just another notch on the, on the, on the post. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they did him different. I don't care. Did he serve the story really well? Yeah, I think yeah. he did. I think yeah, he, he was played a blunt, his he was a blunt instrument that was just meant to hurt the crap out of the Guardians. And, and then as a bonus at the end, he, he had a heart. You know, like grow, grow to be, yeah, to, to be a
0: part of the, the group. Yeah. Were, were there any misses in this movie or nitpicks for you guys?
1: <laughs> no. I, I have one nerd one that's not Adam Warlock. Because Is it teams. No, it's not. Thieves. Oh, Okay, just was curious. Oh, you thought of the wheelchair related one?
2: I no, just... no, no. I was, I was actually <laughs> going, sorry, it's specific to his name. He's Wall. Oh. he's Wal Russ in the comics and. and
1: oh. oh, yeah, yeah. These are all characters from the comics, which is like mind blowing. It's always so cool that to, to find out because I, again, I cannot tolerate reading these books very often. But uh, sometimes I have to look up and find out, and I'm like, "Wow, that's exactly what they look like in the comics." That's cool. Yeah, yeah, no, um, they
2: were they were very on point.
1: Now, there's a I can tell you right now what my one nitpick is, my one nerd nitpick. Uh, it's clearly visible on this screen right here that we're. looking oh, at. Oh, is it?
0: Are we on the same one?
1: Um. So here's the cool thing about this movie: they finally got Star Lord in the costume. Oh, it not is the only, same one. <laughs> not only did they get Star Lord in the costume. They got everybody in Star Lord's costume, minus Groot, um, which course. was even cooler, right? Like it's it's the most comic accurate Star Lord costume we've ever gotten. Um, and unless you count, I mean, technically from Guardians one, it is too. But like, they kind of like base the movie. Well, it
0: of- evokes Rocket's costume in, in uh, Endgame.
1: Yeah. Uh, he, sure, a
0: little bit. A yeah, Simple costume, but with the scarf without the logo.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. I guess so. Yeah, but so this is the the legit classic Star Lord uh, uh, annihilation um, annihilation yeah annihilation storyline uh, comic. I mean, there's a lot of comics in the 2000s with this costume. Uh, I say classic. But it's just like Star Lord's not like a character that's had a lot of stories, right? Anyways, perfect costume. Where's the freaking helmet? Yep. Where is the helmet? Through the entire movie, he never wears the helmet and i know that james gunn had to go on twitter and explain that yeah. the climax of the movie is because he was in such a rush to go back to rocket Bullshit. that he left the helmet but we saw in the first movie how small the helmet is it's like but it's an earpiece the- that he just wears and he gives it to kamora to save her life in the first movie but didn't like, it get destroyed in in guardians or, uh, 2 no he yeah. actually has it he still has it
0: but he got a an- he has another one in
1: Oh, Infinity okay. War. so Okay, yeah. I thought it was yeah. destroyed. No, he, in okay. yeah, no, he's fully wearing one in the. Yeah, no, you're right.
2: You're yeah, right. he is wearing it in the.
1: I would have taken yeah. the helmet.
0: I would have loved to have the full on, like comic helmet, but that was that was my. I mean, that was number one on the nitpick list for me. Number two in the same same column would be I wanted a Gamora in the white suit. I I thought we were gonna get it when she popped up with the Ravengers or like. Made a quick, quick costume change. I feel like that's a pretty iconic Gamora suit, and I was kind of
1: bummed. Yeah, like... but what's weird is it's actually that's also a Guardian suit. It's all of them. So like, it would have been nice if they all wore it. Uh, it's just yeah. the suit Gamora just keeps wearing all the time. Um, I I get yeah, I feel yeah, but I I don't mind the, the absence of that suit just because uh Zoe Saldana's always kind of like just been wearing better uh like. More appropriate Gamora outfits than what she is in the comics. All of Gamora's outfits in the comics are way too sexy. Like, yeah, way, way, way. The way
0: white suits full cover.
1: Um, yeah, but it, it's, it's very sexy, though, too. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> it's, it's, Come it, on. It's shapely. Like, yeah, it's, it's shapely. And so, like, I really dig that they, you know, she clearly, I feel like she had input, uh, like, because. If you go look at the original Gamora outfit from the comics, you thought Moondragging was bad. Just wow. Um, Yeah, I mean, but to that point, I know
0: Marvel. I feel is really good about giving us people in the costume, even if it's for a split second. So just to like, it's there. You just you just need
1: the thing. But so it's not. But just to be clear, though, it's not just that Marvel gives us the costume. It's they give us the full package. So like in theory, like that was the. Final form of Peter Quill, right? At mm-hmm. that, at least a final form, is yeah. that Peter Quill had become, the the, he had he had become a person clear with purpose. He had become the Star Lord, right? And so, like, I wouldn't want Gamora, who was at this time in the story, not even really like one of them. Like, I wouldn't want her to put on the Gamora suit. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's not, yeah, that's it's not the appropriate place for it. Uh, is it likely that we'll ever get it? I don't know because I don't think Zoe Saldana really wants to keep doing that. Um, but I'm, I never, never say never. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. I just,
2: I just don't think it would have, like, like you said. I just don't think it would have fit it, when, when they all come out wearing this and, and this yeah. outfit, and and you know, l- let me just be honest. That outfit is fire. It's, it's, it's very cool looking. It's very um, cool, man. it's it, like, it, like when it, they all it come make you out. you Want like to that,
1: see X Men with costumes like this? Yes, like, it does. Like I see them in that looks suit. Good. Though.
2: It looks good. Yeah. And if if she had just come out suddenly wearing the white suit, it really just would have been like it would it would have felt like a checkbox it would have been like yeah. why why did we do this we did it because we had to put her in the, that suit and it yeah. wouldn't have necessarily fit very well with- yeah so, yeah, to, yeah like, to
0: see them in the suit specifically in the hallway scene that long cut where they're each doing their oh, own specific guardianism voice the bc voice yeah. gamora uses oh, a sword dude. Starler uses a guns drago uses he has his knives, game. which he never uses. Like, it was a nice
1: little... Wait, you said Drax okay. never uses his knives? He rarely uses his knives. He's, he kills the crap out of a monster in in, in Endgame with those knives. He rarely uses the knives. <laughs> it's like he's only in Endgame for, like, five minutes, and he uses the knives. knives repeatedly.
0: Rarely uses the knives. I've never seen rarely that uses
1: the knives. I think you he, he didn't use the knives in the second movie, which he did, actually, against did. the obelisk Yeah, the, in, in the movie. beginning.
3: He yeah,
0: used the knives in every inside, movie.
1: Being completely ineffective. Every movie he uses the knives. What are you talking about?
0: Rarely. I don't think Jesus. he used them in the holiday
1: special. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. I and mean, nobody used <laughs> guns in the holiday special either.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> so, b- before we nope. get into the hallway scene, because I know that that's, that's, that was just peak, peak movie, Ricky had mentioned earlier the move the music in this movie and then we just mentioned the Beastie Boys playing over that sequence and I got to ask Ricky what what was your opinion or what were you thinking on this the the music in the film because I actually at one point in the film leaned over to my wife and was like it's like they pulled my Spotify playlist <laughs> every song hit for me every single song in the movie hit
3: for
0: yeah. me so I got I got to ask what i was think it? nine 90 of it hit i don't think like specifically with that hallway scene great scene and the music just like cuts abruptly at, and it's like the weirdest it's like you're watching it's like a very Zack snyder-esque thing where it's it's almost a music video at a certain point so they cut Frank, because Frank they adventure. killed the last guy did
1: you guys like, all watch it in 3d kill-
0: no
2: 4dx yes wasn't it it violent
1: wasn't it like throwing you around yes it was the the 3d was so amazing in that scene it was so good but i i really
0: i like that i like when they play reasons and the the weird company scene um when they're all floating near that was
2: great cuz i mean you guys you start the movie with rocket singing radiohead which i'm, admit, oh I'm my a huge i'm a huge God. radiohead fan so let me just put that out there that was going to hit me hit no matter what but you have rocket singing it, I, it just
0: it's the first it 5 minutes of this
1: movie oh what <laughs> okay we're done. I walked we're in done the theater with, uh, no, right when they opinion.
0: introduced nebula we're done oh. with your
1: opinion of this okay. movie out <laughs> You just everything <laughs> moving on, if you didn't start watching this movie with with rocket on. listening to creep and not nope. only listening to it Sing but it. putting it on blast so that all of nowhere is now listening to creep oh my god and that oh, that man. again the diegetic thing that's you know that, that frank really loves to talk about i thought it was so cool that the movie went to the trouble of showing you that that the that, that they have rigged nowhere so that the speakers all feed from the one zune. I mean, well, not it, more than they. they well, made played, that thing on a
0: spaceship.
2: Was, they yeah. even did that, like so they did, they because they did that with in the holiday special with that Smashing Pumpkin song you played. Mm-hmm. Right. So and, you knew, like Peter came out and they and the music was pumping across all of nowhere. And then this movie, they're like, here we're going to pay off that, and we're going to build on it. And when Rocket goes in to go- check on Peter like the way of muffled oh it was yeah. just so good it was just so good yeah Everything it actually so it kind of actually scene. made
1: the holiday special matter right but like yeah. but more importantly i think it's really cool to to like after between the two things to to get this realization that the guardians like their their love of music and the music that they have like they want to share it with all of their citizens of this new world that they're creating and I don't know if it's just sharing or if it's forcing it upon all of them. But like,
0: but everybody in nowhere
1: are. has to listen to the same music at the same time. And it cracks me they're up.
0: And nowhere. With but that- what's
2: great is that, again, it's another holiday special payoff is that there's the band trying to learn, you know, music. And then, you know, everybody's stopping and kind of looking at what is this curiosity. And now you jump ahead a little bit and all of nowhere is just enjoying music. It's, yeah. just, it's part of their thing now. They're yeah. they're they're not a, like they're a community and they're built around like this love of just let's have like music whatever like it's great it, it really I, that scene was incredible like the way that they started the film I thought yeah was
1: just, so just boo to perfect. Ricky for missing yeah, that game but
2: but um they Ooh. I mean they dropped like now again another one of the, the personal wait did you, that
1: means Ricky also missed the flashback Yep. Yeah. you are insane uh, oh, please please take a moment to explain why you were late for this movie
0: <laughs> um well i saw it right after work so it was a stretch to get there and then i made the conscious decision to like well oh, i gotta get popcorn and oh, uh and, um, popcorn i picked the shortest line and it was like the worst of people to be stuck behind so you was, go, you and you know what? I didn't today. end up getting popcorn because of it because I'm like, this sucks. This, the person in front of me, um, was just terrible at ordering and kept on ordering more shit, and uh, I was like, I gotta go in, in. So, so you know,
1: you know the funny thing for me about uh, I'm just so sad for you by the way. The funny thing for me about like what really satisfied me about this movie is. I normally i try to get to a movie as close to the 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 moment before the movie starts because i don't want to see all these trailers so i try to get there intentionally late um but not too late like ricky um but this one it was because it was 40x i wanted to make sure i was properly seated and secured in that motion ride so we had to get there before the lights turned out so you know, we got there early. I had to listen. I had to watch a bunch of trailers, right? I was kind of zoning out from all the trailers. But the thing is, is when that movie, when they hit play on that music, I suddenly woke up and I said, yes, I'm in a James Gunn movie because this music is going to matter right now to this scene. And you don't always get that with every movie. Sometimes music's just playing because it's music that they chose. And But it mattered to the scene, and it set the tone for the rest of the movie. And so, like, I really recommend you go watch that movie again because, like, the second that started, I just, I just forgot uh, all the crap that I had to put up with to to watch this movie.
2: It was just, it was, it was the, yeah, James. uh, You know, some people like what he does with music. Some people don't. But to me, like, it was the quintessential it was the perfect choice of a song for Rocket and and to start Rocket's story it was mm-hmm. it was just it was just like like you said the, the 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 diegetic aspect of it is it was just it set off the tone of the entire film and then i and then you know th- there was there was so many other like you had Space Hog like you had Flaming Lips, "Do You Realize?" which I sang to my both of my boys when we when they were like babies. So like legit was like, oh, you hit this song of all the, okay. You had the Beastie Boys, which is always a great hit. You had
1: Florence and the Machine, Florence and the Machine. You had
2: just, I mean, it was just every scene. There was just like it. Like I said, it was pulled. Oh, you had some classic Faith No More, which was pre-Mike Patton, which really got me. But like, like I said, it was pulling from my Spotify list. Every single song that was in that is songs that I listen to quite frequently. So it was the fact that they were able to take songs that are already kind of I have a, a, a connection to and then wrap them into the story and the emotion on all these characters that I already love. was just like 100%. It was just these things worked and worked so well for me. That it just yeah. made me it, it like it that movie started at a nine out of ten
1: and just went upwards from there same I like uh-huh. I I couldn't I I was the second it started I was like all right well nope. you got okay. me you got me Did, uh, is that I, Tom I'm, york singing I'm okay I'm good to go here we go I I will say that the the I'm curious which song hit the the most because like I, 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 for Ricky, is really what I'm curious about because I know a lot of these songs were older, you know, but the I'm curious if it's the more recent ones that it hit for you or well, I liked a lot of the songs on their own. I just don't
0: know if I love them for the scene they're in, but I will say, Hearing Reasons, um, great song. I, I just remember it takes, takes me back to listening to music at my uh grandmother's house if that was just on the radio at and a on repeat, twenty four seven. So that just always brings back a very special memory when I hear that song. In general, but I I think that's the uh, the main takeaway for me is like I liked all the songs. It's cool to hear hear them being played, but to hear them in the specific scenes they were chosen for, I don't know if those are necessarily the top picks. I think you could have gotten something a little bit more uh, direct or a little something a little more left field or I don't know. I don't know what I
1: would want from it. For for me, for me, like this movie, the entire soundtrack was the 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 promise fulfilled of the zoom. When he got that zoom, yeah. I was yeah, like, exactly. "Oh my god!" Now he doesn't have to listen just one decade. You know, like or, like he can listen to all the decades. You know, um, and but they they and they've been toying with us for the Avengers movies and stuff. Like the Avengers movie still played. Music of a uh, certain time yeah. off of the Zoom. Even the Cat Stevens song that he listens to, you could imagine that could have been a song that his mom put on the the mix list for him. So like to finally hear like 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 Creep or uh, or Florence and the Machine. Like the dog days are over at the end of that movie. So uh, I I still <laughs> don't know how I didn't cry. Like me, maybe it's I, exactly. never cri- uh... I never cried in this movie. By the way, guys. I, wow. I don't know why I, wow. I I almost did, but it wasn't until the movie's over that I asked my wife how she did, and she's like, "I cried through the whole movie," and I was like, "I didn't even notice that because I was just like, I was almost there, many times."
0: It might just be that the same vein of like the animal torture, where it's kind of a a I don't say a cheap shot, but you know, it's it's low hanging fruit in terms of getting an emotional response by picking the Beastie Boys or Creep. I think. Those are just like how many times the Beastie Boys appeared in a very similar scene th- in an I action think, movie. I you will, know,
1: I, I, I mean, I don't hear it often, but I didn't go see the Mario Brothers movie,
0: Star Trek Into Darkness.
1: Or, okay, so that's two movies I've seen. We can,
0: I mean, but you get what I'm saying. you're you're picking songs that are guaranteed hits as opposed to where Guardians One, were like Redbone was charting, like. He brought that. Uh, he brought that song back from the grave. I, I got a a, I got a feeling. Yeah, I I you know, he he brought these these very these great songs back you know, to the forefront. Back enough. to the forefront. Versus taking yeah. already songs that are already like creeps a classic. For, you know, but then, But here's the. But, but I think, here's I think here's the, the difference is, is that they are because they are more. They're newer.
2: They're oh. they're, they're more fresh. They're more. They're, there's already a, a connection to them.
1: Yeah, there's, that's the difference, right? Is the songs from the first two mixtapes mix are from his mom. Those are supposed to have an actual connection. They mean something. Each song she put on that album means something to him. But there is supposed to be a bit of arbitrariness to the Zoom when they're like, yeah, it's got like 300 songs. When you're loading up something with 300 songs, it's no longer the same level of care and investment as when you put like 12 songs on it on a on a tape or eight songs or whatever. Yeah. And so I, I actually really like that the Zune like this is what I wanted from the Zune, right? I wanted him to find somebody's random iPod or whatever that just has all this music, but because they have so little access to you know earth music, this is what they get and hopefully it's good. And you know what? They were bangers, man. They Ripping. were bangers and the best part about it is unlike the first two albums where Peter is all tied up in those songs, right? Like those songs, he's giving those songs to the guardians, right? But but make no mistake, every time they experience those songs, they got to experience his baggage with them, right? Like he's got to mm-hmm. explain what these songs mean to them and stuff like that. But the cool thing about the Zoom is they're all – getting to form their own opinions of the music at the same time. Right. And I think that's. Discovering it together. Yeah. They're all discovering this music together. And so it, they can put meaning on it in their own way. Right. Like it, like, it doesn't, it's not forced upon them by somebody else. So like, that's what I, I loved about this. Is it, we got to have bangers, but they got to take something more out of those bangers. You know what I mean? I love that. Phyla is like, you know, when she's asked, you know, off the top of her dome to come up with, like, the two best, like, performers, she's like, Britney Spears and Korn. And is <laughs> like, good good choices, good choices. And you know what? Like, if you're that far removed That's, from music... But I would have rather her... Those Britney are good choices. Those are good choices, you know what I mean? Like, then just her <laughs> saying
0: brings her... You know, you know what I mean? Like... I mean... But we two, can, I don't we know. know. Like.
2: I, I have to disagree only because, like I said, at literally every single song that that hit was something that that hit for me. It was it was just something where I was just like, oh oh yes, here we go. Let's do an let's do a hallway scene to some Beastie Boys. I'm in. Let's do some Space Hog while we fly through space into the weirdest organic yeah. thing I've ever seen. Like get weird with a James Gunn. Get weird with it because I'm gonna nod my head to this song I love. And I'm gonna do this. Oh, yeah! Here we go. We're doing space stuff. It's true. Yeah, and it's gonna be amazing. I
1: (laughs) I felt like this movie was a celebration of all the stuff from before, right? And so I, I was allowing them the party because I was there for the party too. It's in the same way that, like, I went to see Spider-Man: No Way Home, uh, after years of a of a pandemic that kept us mostly out of theaters, right? and we went there there was a lot of sadness a lot of death in in this country and this planet for you know two years at that time we went and saw this movie that was about se- se- like death and accepting you know like the 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 real suckiness of life and everybody collectively cries in that movie right and it's because we all went through something and this was our catharsis this was our therapy well guess what Here we are a year freaking later, and we need to be a little happier, right? Because we're still here. We're all alive. And this Guardians movie was just the perfect, uh, like, injection of joy. Like, and that's why I don't mind every time they made you think somebody was going to die. I'm like, please don't. And, like, dude, I promise you, every time I watch a Spider-Man movie, I'm not like, but I I hope he dies, you know, except for that one time where I really was rooting for him to die. But uh, you know what I mean? Like I like most of the time, I think like I've seen this comparison a lot lately, but raise your hand if you ever thought any of them were going to die in Ant-Man quantum Really? You thought that? I didn't think that. Of any no, of I didn't,
2: I didn't feel there was, I didn't feel, I enjoyed that film a lot. I had a lot of fun with it. I didn't feel that. I didn't feel worried for anybody. Yeah. From the very first scene of this film to the very to the end, I was worried we were going to lose somebody, and the fact yeah. that we basically that we didn't made me feel good walking out of the theater. Like I talked to, I said it to Lauren. I was like, "I'm happy that we all got to walk out together."
3: I and Ricky I mean that both
2: that the the the, 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 like, both the yeah. characters yeah. in the yeah. film Ricky like shows and up the us, us as the audience. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 I liked like that we that. all left it together as a family. Like. You know, everybody went there different. Some some of them went their different ways, but, but we yeah, all left. But see, together. that's that's the thing right
1: <laughs> here. Is I thought what the coolest thing about th- this way, the way they ended, is they're not together anymore, right? Like they all went different ways, but like that's the more real ending. You know what I mean? Like I think that's, that's life. I yeah, people that's life. Ways. People yeah, people directions. sometimes have to go different ways, and it's not it doesn't always have to be bookended by a tragic death, you know? And like, sometimes it's just like that, like everybody has that realization at a similar time. And I thought that was a really cool, mature way for James Gunn to say bye to the Marvel Universe, right? Because this is it. We're not going to get James Gunn in the Marvel Universe for a long time, man. Because like, he's in bed with DC now for a while. (laughs)
3: And we can see these
1: characters again. Like yeah, Rocket, yeah.
2: Rocket Group, all of these characters are now out on their own doing their thing. They can show up whenever somebody decides they need a few extra characters or, you know, to, you know, like, like you said, Rocket helped build the time machine. Rocket helped build the gauntlet. You may need some one of the characters to s- swoop in and, and do something cool or hang out with somebody else for a while. Yeah. And they're free to go do that. They're out there. You know, Mantis is out doing her thing. I would love to see Mantis show up again. I'm sure we probably will. But, like, what it left was the ability to say goodbye to these characters. You could never see as them again and have closure. But anytime they wanted the door, to just, the doors we need open. to pad out a lineup yeah. or something, you can bring somebody back. And we can, we as a collective audience, can just be like, hell yes, Drax is back. Hell yes, Manta showed up. Because we love all of these characters.
1: And side note... Rocket didn't kill the bad guy. No, no, he did not. He's grown. I thought, I thought he's grown. That that was one of the best moments for me because I never would have expected it from Rocket. You know what I mean? Like, the guy with the most hate in his heart. You know how much I hate when, when villains get killed at the end of the movie because it's like, God damn it, guys. That's so not heroic, but also like, it makes it so you can't do stories with these characters ever again. You know what I mean? And so like the fact that there could be more high evolutionary one day, just like there could be more. I would Red be fine with that. Yeah, exactly. And, he was amazing. He was fantastic in that he role. He was fantastic. And so I just really think the growth that was shown in the maturity in the way that story ended with rocket, not, you know, choosing to let this guy live uh, and, and, Everybody deciding that they wanted to go their own way, but not in in, no ill will towards anyone, Uh, you know, all of this growth that happened. And I was just like, okay, I think this is this is what we need right now in this moment. You know what I mean? Like, and this is a good thing. And so. Yeah, that's that's why you never had a chance of winning us over with your your take. It was a
0: mature way to end the Guardians, and I think this will be a mature way to end the show before
1: we wrap up. Damn, you just want to go straight no, mature before straight we right uh, we straight wrap up. What about fun facts? You don't want any fun trivia? You want what you want got? What, what fun facts you got for us? Did you know that this movie now has the world record for uh, the most prosthetics used in a movie?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh yes, as of today, I didn't know that. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, previously the record was held by The Grinch, uh, Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Um, I don't remember what the 100%. numbers is on that, but it was like sp- pales of comparison. Uh, there were more than twenty three thousand prosthetics used across more than one thousand actors in this. Wow, film.
2: that's awesome.
1: Yeah, that's it's nuts. that it's that counter Earth man. I mean, I feel like yeah, really, oh yeah, yeah. Are they counting,
0: they're counting each individual piece of prosthetics, so not all as a. All of the sub, right? Like one character could have hundred pieces of prosthetics on them.
1: I mean, n- sure, but it's still more than like the Grinch. It's impressive,
0: nonetheless.
1: Yeah, nonetheless, it's more than the Grinch. Um, Counter Earth, by the way, I think it is in the comics. Um, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't remember enough to know, but I, I do know the funniest thing about. Uh, if you ever want like a quick, uh, a quick kid version of Counter Earth. Um Spider-Man Unlimited was the sequel series to the 90s Spider-Man where they saw they basically Fox Kids saw the, the crazy popularity of Batman Beyond and they're like, we should do that with Spider-Man. And so they made this terrible show where Peter Parker is the, supposed to be the same one from the previous cartoon, but now has like massive amount of like dark shading everywhere, like just to make it edgy <laughs> looking, just tons of black shading. Uh, he, in the first five minutes, um, decides his suit needs an upgrade, so he makes it with nanotechnology. And then he has to hijack a uh, a space shuttle to go and chase down Venom and Carnage, who are now on a planet that's full of animal people and run by the High Evolutionary. And it's the funniest thing ever. That's the first episode, and that's the entire season before it got canceled. Spider-Man just lives on an animal planet in that's in, amazing. In, in that show. It's terrible. And the best part <laughs> yes. is it's a, it's a fusion of the two things that we, we were getting this month. Um, it's it's a pretty accurate representation of Counter-Earth uh, from the Guardians movie. And that Spider-Man that's in that show that with the terrible costume, you will see him in Spider-Man uh, Across the Spider-Verse in a few weeks. Nice. He's in it. I've seen him in the trailers. Oh, man. Um, I can't
2: wait for that movie.
1: But yeah, I, I guess I I don't have to give you more more fun facts. It's it's fine. Um, I just wanted to. I was just afraid that we were going to end it on a mature note, and I didn't like that.
0: Well, give a put a number. Give me a number. We want one to ten. Where's this Guardians? Well, actually, let's make this. Does this crack your MCU top five? Mm-hmm. I think that's a better better way to.
1: You know, mm-hmm. I don't know that it does, and that's what's weird is because. It probably does, but like I don't think the story itself is anything crazy. I think it's pretty standard. It's not, it's, it's, not it's not the story that makes me fall in love with this movie. It's the characters and it's the characters that we've gone on this giant journey with. So, yeah. I think the weird part is as a movie, like in a list of movies, I don't know that I necessarily would put it in my top 5. But I don't care that it's not in my top five because I don't ever want to, w- have to tell somebody to just watch that movie by itself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Me, I would it, never it, say it, that. The,
2: that. movie, the, the, it, the movie itself would not be as strong without the other two films or or even
1: yeah. a, a supplemental materials outside of that. But or the two Avengers, right? So, but I'm never gonna I'm never gonna put all three Guardians and Avengers uh, in, in the time End game and holiday special. On yeah. my top five, I'm not going to yeah. do it. So, I so Guardians one has
2: maintained a spot in my top five the entire time. It's it like because it was that movie that was unexpected, set mm-hmm. as an, a, a wild tone and opened up the the get weird side of MCU. So so Guardians one has maintained its top top five locale. I could see in time with the way that this movie paid off so much from the previous films and, and previous garden guardians material, it yeah. taking over that spot. I'm not prepared to say that it is now I, I'm, I could see it happening because as I rewatch yeah. these movies a few times, they're going to go. Yeah. Up let me watch it like 18 more times. Yeah. yeah and it's going to, and, 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 and you know, catch me a year from now. And I have a pro I have a problem. Very high probability that I will say yes, it's cracked that top five and maybe replaced Guardians One, but also, it's only it's a right long now, too, right? It is. It's it a is long. a long film, but it, it's only right now that I won't say that it's cracked the top five, only because it's still too fresh and it hasn't, it hasn't, it doesn't have that what Guardians One
0: did at
3: the oh,
2: time. Yeah, a from-
0: little missing, a little sauce. I'll give, I'll give the cop out and say both Guardians One and Guardians Three. Live in my top third, hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's I, definitely. I would say it's, it's. I would
2: definitely say it probably is going to land in the top ten if I sat in. Because as I realize, there's like thirty <laughs> something
0: odd projects if you count the shows now. So yeah, I 30, I would say this movie. Four? The
1: benefit of this movie is it's it's a like a nine point five to ten on on emotional scale. Yeah, it's like a yeah. seven on a story scale, like an actual movie scale you know what i mean like i'm not i'm not lying like some movies are about the fan service that you get and i think this was an excellent fan service movie right if, if you have watched
2: if- infinity war or endgame or one of those later films without having seen all the previous mcu you'd be like okay it was all right but like yeah if you watched all of those films and invested that movie those movies hit hard this is the same thing, but with a specific chunk of the MCU. If you watched any of the previous stuff with the with the Guardians, this movie landed pretty hard, at least for me, and, and seemingly Dennis. Um, this landed this landed pretty hard for you, and it, it, it was you know probably up there. Uh, but if you randomly just went into this movie, it would not be a, a nine or a ten. It would be a. It eh, was a good movie. It was alright.
1: Yeah. Also if you went into these movies saying to your wife i think i'm attracted to nebula uh you would be happy you'd be very happy you'd be a very happy movies. person yes. in this film yes i uh oh the
2: scene when they when they were when they had their little like she could be doing the, the other, dumb shit hilarious. and
1: i still uh, like like so uh, oh, as, so as a fan of nebula i Was so pleased with this movie. She has the craziest character arc ever. Like, do you realize? Like, it goes unspoken. Nebula was an Avenger for five years. She was an Avenger. And she also killed herself. She killed herself from a different time period. And she's the only Guardian that, that hung out with Rocket for five years. So when... Rocket wakes up from his, you know, from them helping save his life, and the first thing he said is, "Where's Nebula?" That didn't even hit me till later. That oh my god, Go Nebula and Rocket have become best friends, and oh, when Nebula when did they're... some heroic shit through this entire movie. She was the hero. I was so amazed with her. They um, have their
2: moment in two when yeah, they're on the, the the ship t- when they're sitting in the ship together and. Like there's just there's again another payoff of a of a moment. Yeah, they built up that just
1: everything. If you like, like Nebula and Rocket, this is the movie, man. <laughs> this is it. That's all I had to say. Karen, Karen, all I all will... respect
2: to Karen, because because seriously, one of the clearly one of the best MCU characters or the, best, sorry, MCU the best MCU actor performances in the entire like cinematic universe. Um, yeah. She is incredible as that character. Yeah. Especially if you've seen her in other things,
1: dude. If you've seen bro. her
2: and you know her outside Karen, of like that role,
1: which when when she Tony is Stark is playing paper football with her, that is gold. That is she, gold, man. She
2: she, she is like seriously one of the best actor performances in the MCU. It, it's her in that role. It's so it's, good. It's astounding.
1: Karen was
0: the best Nebula. And Dennis and Ian, you guys were the best hosts in today's uh, show.
1: Well, you were the host. We were the guests. Our
0: best guests. We're all the host here at the Good job, your show. Knocked but it up. Uh, thank you guys for nerding out with us today. Um, yeah. Before we wrap it up, uh, thanks to our patrons, Ian. Thank you. And thanks for all our, our other subscribers for supporting our growth. If you want to be Part of that club, maybe you can be part of the show sometime. Do it. Uh, find us at patreoncom here. real quick. Uh, anything to plug, guys? Dennis or Ian?
1: Yeah, dude, we're gonna go do the freaking soapbox where we can talk uh, for another two hours about Karen Gillan. Uh, let's it, do it. it it's uh, available exclusively to Patreon subscribers only, uh, live, and mm-hmm. then uh, after that, you know, a week or so later, we'll uh, we'll make it available to the public, so you can see what we talk about after we talk about stuff for like an hour and a half. Um, and then also I got a bunch of art that I'm starting to put up out in the world. So keep following Denix media um, to see what kind of stuff gets out there. But um, I forgot to mention that when I was talking, when we asked us what we were nerding out on, but that's it. Denix media. What else? Are we good? Are we good?
0: We're good. I think we're good. Uh, we're good. That's our show. Everybody have a good night. Peace out. <laughs>